Sports Stance. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Sports Stance. I'm your host, Greg, and with me, he's pretty charged up tonight. And no, it's, it's not about the World Series. His computer, it's like literally charged up this week, so he's good to go. He's got enough power to make it through the whole show. It's Paul, everybody. Paul, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing well. I think you might, I think you might jinx me. I didn't even check my battery. Oh, don't worry. I had your assistant plug it in. I know that. I, I got told. <laughs> can't have you dying on us. You can't die on us both computer and other ways. Can't have you doing it. I'm a, I'm a train wreck sometimes. You are, but we love you for it. Well, it's enough chit chat. Oh, I thought you were say, well, that's enough chit chat and get right into well, it. I think like, okay. chit chat about an hour. Just saying. As I say, you usually aren't the one to get right into business. I am. So let's get into business, Paul. That business business is the World Series. We have a, we are talking over each other a lot to begin this show. When my mouth moves, your mouth doesn't. Come on, we know this. I know. It's a thing I've been dealing with for years now. It's ridiculous. Anyway, first thing to talk about, we would be remiss if we didn't. The World Series. I mean, baseball should be the shining star right now in all of the sports world. And for tonight on our show, it is. So let's get into it. It is. And you especially should want to talk about it. Is it the second biggest sporting event of the year? No. Well, I guess it's kind of big huh. because it's seven. It could be up to seven events. Yeah. I mean, it's it's big. I feel like it's the Super Bowl and then the Stanley Cup World Series and NBA Finals are all that second tier and they all kind of are just the same. Yeah. And this year, I have a theory. Oh, okay. Everybody has an opinion. Everybody has a fan. Everybody's a fan of something. And this year, if your team doesn't win, it's like, eh, whatever. But see, that's also the other thing. If your team does win, do you still celebrate it like it's a normal victory? Or because, like, at least with the NBA, they technically had a full season. It was just a three month gap until it finished and then the playoffs started. Baseball the it was a short season. A, NHL had a little bit of a reduction, but. But not even that much. They still technically played the majority of their games, they played at least like 90%, I think. So how long ago, Greg, was it that I predicted that it would be the Rays and the Dodgers? Beginning of this whole thing, beginning of the playoffs. You you hit the nail on the head. I have no idea how I did it. It was one of those, I said I like Mookie Betts, and Tampa (laughs) Bay was on fire at the time. So what the heck? That's true. And it wasn't an easy road for either of these teams to get there, Paul. No, the Rays avoided uh, becoming the next 2004 Yankees. That's true. They, luckily they, for us, luckily, Red Sox, only ones to come back from down three games. Luckily for everybody, because also nobody wanted the Houston Astros to taint the good idiot name of the 04 Red Sox and become the second team after those cheating bastards almost made it without cheating, which they would have rubbed in everybody's faces and it wouldn't have been fun for everybody else. So well, they lose. So- the Astros lose and the Yankees lose. All is right in the world. Everything is right in the world. Actually, I went on Twitter, Paul, because that's a thing I do. I try. I dabble in the Twitter. Sphere. I do that. I do it. <laughs> I, I do the Twitter. 
<laughs> I don't tweet. But, well, I mean, you should. You should at least like like our show and retweet our show. That's that's I something retweet. you probably should do. That's Next time I see you, teach me how to retweet. Oh, I will. Trust me. I want to teach you I how to tweet. I got to do it the right way. Some people retweet false information, and I don't want that to be me. I want you to actually like just, I want you to tweet. I want to see what you have and what your thumbs have for everybody. But Paul, I put out a Twitter poll. I said, the World Series is starting. Instead of saying, who's going to win? I asked the hard-hitting question. What fan base do we think is the most bitter about not being there? Is it the Astros, the Braves, the teams that lost in the league championship series? Or is it a team like the Yankees? Or the Red Sox, because they're just sad about Mookie Betts. I think it's the Yankees, because they built a stadium so they could all hit home runs, and it didn't help them. Well, Paul, right now, based on our poll, with only 10 minutes left in it at the moment of doing this show, you'd be correct. The majority feel the Yankees are the most bitter, and they're probably right. The Yankees are probably the most bitter, because every year, I know every fan base is like, oh, no, we're going to win. But the Yankee fans are like, convinced like 100 percent like oh the bronx bomb was a bringing it back to the bronx baby number 28 band is going up end of the year. who's stopping us who's stopping us nobody and then guess what somebody stops them and i like that because sometimes that ego just that's why nobody likes them <laughs> that's why it's I'm one thing them. it's well, one thing like to them. be assured of your skills but don't be a jackass just play the game. It's true. Don't be a jackass. I mean, they're clean shaven, but they're jackasses. It's really just that simple. They've gotten a little laxed. It's not the days of uh, Steinbrenner when they had to have their hair parted. And they still need to shave. Belt. No facial hair is allowed. I mean, it's yep. still ridiculous. It's They're grown men. They Remember should be that? able and to make their own decisions. Johnny Damon, he looks like uh, Nanook of the North. He went from cave. It looks like he was a caveman frozen in a blood block of ice and then they defrosted him and they were like we're going to clean you up we're going to send him over to the yankees they're going to shave his ass <laughs> that we didn't well, send him over that, but they, did say, shave they did well, they may have i mean we don't know how how deep that policy goes but <laughs> all right so besides besides the raised up road you also have the dodgers who i mean they also had to go seven games not an easy game not an easy win for them no um but, I mean, it was against Atlanta. Well, teams from Georgia. Uh, <coughs> Choke. I going to say, you okay there? You seem like you're yeah, choking. I'm from Atlanta. <clears throat> That's true. Georgia, the state of Georgia in general, their professional sports or college sports have absolutely been trash in big game moments. You've had the Georgia Bulldogs blowing national championship games or SEC title games. You have the Braves blowing this 3-1 series lead. You have the Falcons weekly blowing huge leads or in the Super Bowl. It, I mean, it's just, you, you kind of feel bad for them, but at the same time, do you? No. As I said the other day when they lost, I said, there's a song that says, welcome to Atlanta where the players play. And I add it, but only for about three quarters of the day. Because they they don't they just they can't finish. They're not finishers. They play and then they end. They end. They don't finish. They go, wait, hold on. There was more? There was more to that? I, I didn't realize that there was a fourth quarter. Did they Brady the game? <laughs> they do. They do all their games. 
<laughs> but fall. So we have your teams, your teams, you predict it are there. Game one is tonight as we record, but everybody listening, you already know who is taking game one at least. Maybe game two, depending on depending on when you listen. Who do you have winning the series? How many games? And give me an MVP prediction. Uh, Mookie Betts is the MVP, and the Dodgers win it in five. Wow, you're thinking it's a quick – you don't even think the Rays – Yep, they got to get it in before another earthquake hits. <laughs> that was 31 yeah. years ago this week. They are. They are. No, that's true. They are in California playing these games, I think. I believe it's at Petco Park. So it's San Diego. But, all right, so five games. You have the Dodgers, Mookie Betts MVP. I, too, think the Dodgers finally get over that hump of making it but not winning it. I think Mookie does help lead that charge. But I am going to go with a dark horse MVP, somebody nobody would actually predict, and that is going to be Clayton Kershaw, Mr. I choke more than anybody else in the playoffs. I'm going with him. He's starting game one tonight. If they make it to five games, like you think, he'll at least get a second start. I think he does well. I think maybe he actually dominates, gives at least 13 strong innings between the two games, has at least double-digit strikeouts is what I'm going. I think he throws it back a little bit to his younger days. I mean, why not? I mean, we're going to be wrong anyway. So why not pick the Dark Horse MVP? I'm going with Kershaw. I'm going with the Dodgers. I think it goes at least six games. I think the Rays make it interesting. They do have a good pitching staff and bullpen that I think can shut down the Dodgers for a game or two. But other than that, as we saw with Atlanta, it's kind of hard to keep the Dodgers down and out of most games. I watched a highlight of a catch Mookie Betts made last week. And it made you cry. And I said, way to go, John. <laughs> don't you don't you feel bad for Heim Bloom or chat however you say his name? The, yeah, the GM for the Red Sox. First thing he has to do when he comes in, hey, um, no, we just hired you, but you gotta get rid of you gotta get rid of that guy. Know the guy that's like top, top two, top three in the league, Mookie Betts, yeah, our star outfielder. He still has a year left. We can't afford him. You have to trade him, and you have to get us something worth it. Granted, Verdugo played well this year for the Red Sox, so we'll see what the future holds. But right now, the Dodgers are winning that deal easily. So we'll see what happens. But World Series starts, as we said. By the time we come back next week, it could be over. I don't know who's going to watch the World Series. Isn't uh, The Bachelor on tonight? You know what's sad? No, isn't The Bachelor? No, is it Tuesdays? Yeah, it's on Tuesdays. I don't watch it, so I don't know. I do know that there's fantasy Bachelor Leagues, which is shocking. (laughs) Apparently, they're very intense. They're more intense than some fantasy football leagues. They're definitely more intense than our fantasy football league that you and I are in as a family. Because we have certain members of that league who don't even change their teams. And they're three and three. They know um, who they are. Who's winning that league? You are, you bastard. But wait, you can tell our fans <laughs> for, how, for, for what time? For the 10th time? That you keep winning? Yeah. Yeah. No, you can I tell them. It. If you're going to be that cocky, if you're going to be a Yankee, 
you're gonna be a damn Yankee. You better walk the walk and talk the talk then. Okay, I will let them know. It is right. for the first time that I'm in first place. Always have a great team. I never win. That's true. Somehow there's more falling out of my butt. Uh, well, I will tell you, in the different leagues I am, I won my one matchup yesterday by 0. 0.08 points. That was a close one. Uh, I did suffer my first loss, though, to 12-ounce sports in my league and the league that we are on for the network. I lost to Mitch of Feel the, Feel the Burn. Yes. I was like, why am I blanking on that name? So <laughs> Mitch beat me. Uh, not not really happy about that. I'm not going to lie. Because it hurts. I didn't. The burn. Why? Not feel the burn. It's the burn with Mitch. That was, just, that was poor on me, Paul. It's poor on me. Uh-huh. Feel the burn is Bernie Sanders. And that's what popped into my head. Bernie Sanders. The He's burn with Mitch is what is the great 12 on sports show. I, that was a, wow. I mean, both, both are good people. So I heard about Bernie Sanders. I know Mitch is a good guy. So I at least know that, <laughs> except he beat me in fantasy football. So, you know, Big wolf and death. right. All right. Speaking of fantasy football. Actually, you know what? Speaking of the burn with Mitch, his show is on, is on Tuesday nights, but also you can catch all 12 on sports shows on Zingo TV Zingo TV is a free web TV. You sign up, take cost you nothing to use promo code 12 ounce. That's one, two OZ to sign up for Zingo TV. You can catch all the great shows on 12 ounce sports, including we're going to try to get on there, Paul, not our faces, but our logo. We're going to try to get on there. We'll see how it works. But Zingo TV is where you want to be to catch all the great shows. 12 ounce sports has to offer again. That's Zingo TV, Z I N G O TV. Use promo code 12 ounce. Catch everybody, including the burn with Mitch, the Captain Luke Extravaganza, Mike Setup First, all these other great shows. Check them out. Now we can move on, Paul. Okay. To, to what, time, what time is it? Is it NFL time? It, it, I thought you were going to have like something more clever to say than NFL time. Is it um, COVID, COVID? Who has the COVID? No, this week I don't. There's actually like no COVID talk this week, unless we're talking college football, which then every like SEC coach has it. That is. Uh, I thought the SEC was good at playing defense. Apparently, their immune systems not so much. Well, here's an idea: don't go to parties with 300 people. It's the coaches. Yeah, how about that? It's the coaches, Um, not even the players. What's the dude? The famous dude who is Alabama? Nick Saban. Yeah. Yes, he coaches Alabama. He's... How about that? What's the guy? Are you he's proud in... of I am, except you didn't know his name. You just knew the school or the band. I'm not sure. By the way, I gotta, I gotta tell Cheryl she gotta listen to the show this week. You gonna play me some out music? Been. She'd know right out of the gate. <laughs> she would. Your wife is very good at college football knowledge. Yes. I should have a segment That's for just her. <laughs> I, I, I don't have to be. That's true. You're just the pretty face in the relationship. We all know this. No, Paul, the first thing we have to talk about, it was announced in Miami that after a tumultuous first six games for the Dolphins, that it's two a time. And when I say tumultuous, it's actually not been that bad. They're three and three and in second place in the AFC East. Like, it's weird. Well, how about six games in? 
Do you let Fitzpatrick keep going? Let Tua learn a little, or do you yank him? I mean, Fitzy's been doing well. He's got 15 touchdowns, I think, something like that. He's got a, a thousand yards at least passing. Again, they're three and they're second in the AFC East, which right now they're technically only a game back of Buffalo because Buffalo has lost two in a row, so they're now four and two. Why, why, why push him into the game when you have Fitzpatrick who's playing solid? You're not, you're not making it to the Super Bowl this year. That's like not a thing. And why by the are way, you pushing a rookie in? It's 2020. It's a, it's a, it's a funny year. Parentheses year. Well, not only that, he's coming off a major hip injury that almost ended his career last year. Give him a few more weeks of rehab. Give him a few more weeks of just learning the playbook and getting comfortable in the whole situation. Why rush it unless you have to? So unless Ryan Fitzpatrick is getting traded or he's injured and nobody has said anything, I, I don't get the move. Well, we'll see how it pays off. He could be the next Tom Brady. He could, but don't you want a little more Fitzmagic? Fitzmagic. I like what you did there. I didn't do that. That's been his nickname for like two years. Well, yeah, the don't have the Miami Dolphins. Well, it was when he was with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He came to a presser wearing Deshaun Jackson's clothes, which was like an open shirt, like frilly shirt. And he had a huge, like rose-colored sunglasses on. He looked like a pimp. And Fitzmagic was born. There you go. But, yeah, I, I just don't know. I feel like it's a rushed. I, except I will say, did you see the photos of Tua after he got into the final two minutes of the last game? Because they were blowing out the Jets. I did not. So after the game, everybody had cleared out the stadium, all that. There's photos of him. He apparently stayed out on the field and sat at the 15-yard line by himself and just they said was looking around the entire stadium, like soaking the moment in the fact that he just got into his first NFL game. I thought that was kind of cool. You don't see guys potentially do that that often. And he really truly soaked in what was happening for him in that moment. Cause you never know. He could start this week and get hurt in the first play. That's pretty cool that somebody realizes they're not bigger than the game. Yeah. They have an opportunity and he was wowed. Instead yep. of others, um, uh, there was an NHL player who just got signed to four years in Boston. He's from Somerville. They interviewed him and said, are you happy? What, you know, and he says, yeah, I'm so happy for my mother and father that every day got me to hockey and did so much for me. It was a very humble answer, and it's the same kind of thing. It's like, wow, they really are kind of a humble person. We'll see, right? Early in the career. Yeah, we'll definitely see. But I like it so far. I thought that was a good moment. Not a good moment, though, I will tell you. I think there's some disarray in Dallas. Um, Guys are not happy there. Players saying the coaches aren't good. They're not prepared. Under, yeah. That's bad. That is bad. Especially you saying that about uh, Crazy Bill? <laughs> No, I can't. I think Bill might find them and they might be never heard from again. Yeah, I mean, I get it. Guys are frustrated. They got their asses handed to them last night by the Cardinals, 38 to 10. Andy Dalton, there was supposed to be a little bit of a drop off between him and Dak. But Andy Dalton was a nine year starter in Cincinnati. 
it looked like he had never touched a football before with how poorly he played it. He threw for 260 something yards, but it wasn't pretty. He had two interceptions, a garbage time touchdown. Garbage. Zeke Elliott, two fumbles. Like they looked completely out of it and a team that does not care anymore. So are you eating this up? Are you doing happy, Dan? I'm a little bit. I do feel bad to an extent because, like, obviously the Cowboys should be a good team if Dak was healthy and he was there. But now that he's not, I'm ecstatic because the Eagles are awful. Like, and they're going to do it. They're not even – actually, you know what? I, got, I can't say the Eagles are awful. The Eagles are just hurt. Did you see the stat after their game on Sunday, which they almost came back to win? By the yeah. time the game ended, the only two offensive starters on the field for the Eagles that were supposed to be starters at the beginning of the season were Carson Wentz and their center, mm-hmm. Jason Kelsey. Their left guard, right guard tackles, wide receivers, both tight ends, and starting running back are all hurt and out at least for this week's game or potentially longer. So he has his own center, right? That's it. How important is that relationship? <laughs> he has nobody else on his team, but he's got the most important guy. They hug each other after each play going, you're not, don't go anywhere, please. Like oh, you're oh, all I have. Oh, 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 boobs. I don't they know who that, I don't know who that guy lining up to catch balls for me is. Like, do you? And the underprepared coaches aren't doing their job either. That's for Dallas, not the Eagles. The oh, Eagles just have poor playing calling. There we go. My stories are running together. It's okay. It's all the NFC East. They're all a garbage dumpster fire. Their record, the NFC East record is 518 and one through six weeks. Dumpster fire. And NFC. I am still, you know how I feel about ties in football. Start at the 60 yard line, the first person that misses a field goal loses. But that tie could make the Eagles win the division at three. 12 and one <laughs> everyone's cursing the tie and they might push them over the edge it might it's it's really kind of sad but yeah so there's just it's disarraying dallas it's kind of hilarious because mike mccarthy is a super bowl winning coach he was green bay packers coach forever you would think he shouldn't be underprepared what do you think but, his life is like working for that bozo i don't know but i did you, think you can turn that off when I heard the news today, do you know what my first thought was? Scooby-Doo voice in my head and went, Ro-Rary. Ro-Ro. <laughs> it's like Jerry Jones is not too happy, but he can't do anything about it. And it's hilarious because how do you fire the guy? He, he It's not his fault that his defense is completely Swiss cheese with everybody healthy. And their well, offense... In the wrong direction. Their offense last night, they made a big deal out of the fact that their starting center from the last year retired. So they knew he wasn't going to be there so they could prepare. But their left and right tackles are both hurt. And they made like a big deal like, oh, Cowboys are really beat up. They don't have their center from last year or their two tackles. And I was like, show the Eagles. Like, no, don't you have three potential Pro Bowl wide receivers lining up for you every play? You have a Pro Bowl running back. You should be able to win games. Do you think somebody talks in their ear from the booth and says, hey, Bozo? No, because they're these are the people making the things, the graphics for them to look at. They made this I a know. graphic. I mean, they put it right on their screen and tell them what to say. And I'm like, my God, how do they not say? It's so bad. How do you make that comment? You're making an excuse against a team that 
you know, they got two people out there. Yeah. The last thing we will touch on before we get into our must watch, don't watch and locks for the week is, did you see what happened with Joe Buck and Troy Aikman hot mic moment? No. <laughs> so it's not even I've that bad. Seen, I've seen a boatload of comment, um, like things about it. About Joe Buck. So, well, people just hate Joe Buck, but yeah. they had a hot mic the other day before the Packers um, Bucks game. And they were talking about the flyovers and Troy Aikman happened to go, well, there goes a waste of taxpayer money over the flyovers. Like what is even the point of that? Or no, he goes, what's the point of a flyover? So, so it's like such a waste in general. And Joe Buck was like, your tax dollars hard at work. Thanks for paying for that, Troy. And he goes, and Aikman responded with, well, under a Biden Harris, like presidency, that's, that's not going to happen anymore. <laughs> And people are in an uproar because of like, how dare they criticize the flyover? It helps the troops train. It helps. It goes towards flight time. And like, then there's the other side. It's like, yeah, but it costs like half a million dollars to do. And you see the plans for 10 seconds. Is it really, is it really that important to you? Who, so what who, are your thoughts on flyovers? Who are they fly- no, okay. Who are they flying over this year? Exactly. Right now, even if you're a stadium and I believe um, there are a handful that are allowing fans 500 yards apart and you can almost see them when the blimp flies over. Not sure why that's happening either, but um, I am all for anything patriotic, but I'd like to know what that bill is because you know what? Too many people waiting in line for food. Yeah. Yeah. Not to get too political, but the flyovers, one in general, I've never, I personally have never understood the point of a flyover. I, I just don't get it. I've never thought, oh, hey, that's a good idea. Like, it's mm-hmm. just never been a thing that I've ever thought was needed. But if you're going to do it, I don't get the point during a regular season game. Save it for the playoffs. I think in the playoffs, go for it. It's a bigger deal. There's more eyeballs on the game. Do a flyover then. Show it. Make a big deal. Like, oh, here's the anthem. There's the flyover. Like, have the camera show the planes going over. That I don't have an issue with. I guess, like, if you're going to do it, do it for the big games. Don't do it for regular season games. Don't do it for Bucks packs on a random October Sunday. So I'm thinking probably that's a National Guard flyover. Probably. Which is okay. They're important, um, too. I don't know if you need it. I'm I'm big games. I think it's you know patriotism is great. I love it. It's perfect, Um, bigly, and I think it is important to do in the big games. However, you're right. Tax dollars hard at work. People are waiting in line for food. That's all. Right now, especially right now, probably not the best time to be doing it. But that's all we'll say about that. Next, let's do our must watch. Don't watch and lock it in recap from last week. We will make this brief and quick. Don't worry. We always do, but it's a good, easy way to kind of recap last week, some of the bigger games or terrible games. So Paul, we will start with you. What was your must watch of last week? And do you think it was truly a must watch? My must watch. Yeah. Your must watch. My don't watch. Oh, okay. You can start with your don't watch. I was starting with my don't watch. Okay. We, we can do your don't watch. 
All right, Paul. So don't watch. What was it? I'm sorry. I didn't. I didn't mean to throw you off. I didn't know you had a system in place without me. Well, I was wrong on this one too. Half wrong. Because remember, I gave you the double whammy. You did. And both New Jersey teams weren't worth watching. Neither one set the world on fire. Neither game was worth watching. However, the Giants from New Jersey did pick up a win. So good for them. I mean, somebody had to win that game. Even a blind squirrel finds a nut once in a while. It's true. I've heard that. So uh, nothing. I guess the New Jersey fans think it's a good game. I guess. I mean, the Jets got absolutely demolished I yeah. mean, against the Dolphins, which makes it funnier. The Giants, only reason I'm happy for the Giants is I picked them for my week six um, suicide pool. And I figured, why not take a gamble on a bad team that I'm never picking any other week? And it worked out. Who knew? Yeah. You Exactly. I'm not picking them this week because they're playing Thursday night football against the Eagles. Because, well, I, I got to go with the Eagles. Oh, dear God. What if the Giants beat the Eagles? Don't you, don't you even dare say such a thing. But if they do. Well, somebody from out of state is going to start trash talking with you any minute. Yes. My brother and I somehow grew up Giants and Eagles fans. It was weird. He's a Giant. I'm an Eagles fan. I don't know how it happened. It just did. But that's partly why I have a six pack on the line for Thursday night's game. But besides that, even if the Giants win, I mean, the Giants are without who? Saquon Barkley. The Eagles are without everybody. So if they lose, it's not that shocking. Yep. It won't be the most crazy thing in the world if the Eagles lost when they have absolutely no offensive weapons who start the season for them. But that would be a great win. It would be. I mean, it could happen. They almost beat the Ravens with nobody. Excuse me, but we're bringing in the XYZ middle school football team because <laughs> the Eagles are all hurt. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're going to start going to preschools and be like, Billy, yes. You have to play tight end for the Eagles this week. Have you been wearing that mask all day? Yes, you do can play for the Eagles. Yeah, there you go. Just try not to snap. Get your ankle snapped. I was going to test you for COVID. Did you drink your milk today? Good. <laughs> your bone should be strong enough. All right. So your don't watch was a double whammy. I honestly forget which was my don't watch. It was either the Falcon, Falcons and Vikings or the Lions and Jaguars. Both the Lions. I want to say it was the Lions, but I completely yep. spaced and didn't write it down last week. But we'll just say it was the Lions and Jaguars. And well, the Lions took care of business. They won 34-16. Two bad teams. It wasn't worth my time to watch. So I was correct. I had the uh, Tampa Bay and uh, Saints. Last week? Must, didn't I? No, Tampa Bay and Packers. I'm sorry, Tampa Bay and Packers. It was like the way you just so casually said that too. Yes, uh, what's his name? The two old guys. So Rogers versus Brady. And I think Rogers leans in and says, you old bastard. I think Brady leaned in. I think Brady leaned in and said, I didn't do this for foals. Ooh. Think about that. He lost to Falls and ran off the field. He crushed Rodgers and it was like, oh, hey, Aaron. No, good game. Good game, buddy. Good game. He crushed them. They destroyed them. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. You don't shake one hand and not the other. Yeah. 
Yeah, and then I see uh he's competitive. Gronk. I see Gronk having a good game. Yeah, he actually scored a touchdown. How in God's name you stop that man? I mean, he, he catches that ball and the guys are bouncing off him. So, I mean, it looks he like a transformer. He was stopped the first five games. So he wasn't doing that much. But to piggyback off your must watch, it was also my lock for the week. I had Tampa Bay outright winning. I I think it's safe to say they did that. <laughs> they outright won and then some. It, it was not a good – Aaron Rodgers looked lost. It was not pretty. Looking to the sideline in with disdain, like with, did know. they have two yeah. different playbooks? What was going on? I don't know. It was not a good look, but my lock for the week hit, so I was very happy with that. My must-watch for the week, on the other hand, I don't think hit uh, – I mean, it wasn't bad, but I had Bears, Panthers – not gonna lie. I, I I didn't feel like watching it. <laughs> you watched 87 other games a week. I, I know. But it's okay. Paul, your lock though. I mean my lock. Colts uh with the points. Uh the Colts won, but the Bengals put up a fight. Yeah, what what the hell? They <laughs> kicked me in the teeth. I didn't they win. Did. It was not good. So we're going to rebound this week, though, right? Should we start with our locks for the week? I think so. All right. For week seven of the NFL, let's start with our locks. Paul, give me your lock. You're, you're, you're due for a win. Well, I trashed Atlanta before, right? You did. I'm going with Atlanta. Okay. Um, favorite against the Lions. What, Why not? What's, what's the points there? Um, two and a half. Atlanta's the favorite. Oh, okay. Yeah. I I would probably take that too. I feel like teams after their head coach gets fired, they play better. They did one week. <laughs> Here's your hat and coat. What's your hurry? Yeah. They played good last week. First week without them. I think they can go back to back. Maybe they're on a wave. Yeah. They're going up. Hopefully in the fourth quarter, they don't go down. Smashing against the beach. They only, I thought it was going to happen again, but it, it did not. I was like, wow, are they really going to blow another game? I'm going to go with my lock for the week. It's, it's one of the bigger spreads of the week. I am going with the Bills at 13 against the Jets. I think it's a two-touchdown win by the Bills easily after seeing what the Dolphins did to the Jets. Buffalo's had two rough games. Josh Allen is feeling the pressure. He's like, listen, I got to play better. I think he plays better, and I think they absolutely crushed New York. New Jersey? Jets? New Jersey, I'm sorry. New Jersey Jets. Do you think the fans are sick of that yet? No. Only one way to find out. If you're oh, sick yeah. of this, if you're sick of it, tweet at Paul at, do you even know your Twitter handle? I have no idea. I'm going to go with, it's probably like Paul Lonergan 61. It isn't. No, that was worth a shot. I got a, oh, I have Twitter on my phone, but I could get you. You don't know how to, you don't even know how to do that. Let me, let's be honest. You can, you can, you can tweet at me at sports dance, sports dance will, underscore. I'm Tweeting the daylights out of you. You do it. <laughs> You're so All right. You are. I'm, I'm, I'm so trendy and everything. All right. So this week, we will do our don't watch before our must watch. So, Paul, what's your don't watch for the week? Well, you said the dumpster fire in the NFC East, right? It is. Well, don't watch the Cowboys and the Washington football team. Yes. 
That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Don't. I would say don't watch Thursday Night Football. The only reason you'd watch Dallas is to watch them lose and do a happy dance. Yeah. But, like, if I have to pick an NFC East team not to watch this week, it's going to be Dallas and the Washington football team. I'm not going to not watch the Eagles on Thursday Night Football. Of course you will watch the Eagles. That's that's given. But my don't watch is kind of kind of to be surprising. Oh, God. I'm going with the 49ers versus the Patriots as a don't really? watch for the week. Yeah. Why? Well, the Patriots are under 500, so they're not a good team. Cam Newton looked awful against the Broncos, and it's the Broncos. It was a field right. goal fest. If it's going to be something like that again, I don't want to watch it. And the 49ers, injuries. Jimmy Garoppolo has looked lost at times at quarterback. Like, I don't want to watch two guys – Jimmy G is going to probably be like writing a love letter to Bill saying, take me back. Cam Newton's going to be trying to figure out the offense. I mean, he looked awful. The best plays are the trick plays. Yeah, but I I, I don't want to watch it. That was the same thing last year. Their best plays were the trick plays. So to me, that's not a game worth spending my time on. I told you it was a shocking one. Sometimes you got to throw a curveball out there, Paul. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of amazed. I know. So while you're speechless, I'm going to give you my must-watch for the week. And it's the Battle of the Birds in the NFC West. You have the Seahawks and Cardinals. Seahawks are 5-1, and 4-1, and something like that. Cardinals are also right there in the thick of it for the NFC West. Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson, both very mobile, good-throwing quarterbacks. Both have baseball backgrounds, which is also like really interesting, I think. Both could have taken that route and been probably professional baseball players, but they're both quarterbacks, same division, going for it. I think it's going to be a good matchup. I can't, I kind of want to see what happens. It's going to be a Murray Hopkins type day and a Russell Metcalf type day. So balls are going to be flying. They're not going to be home runs, but they're going to be big touchdowns, I think. High scoring? I think I have a feeling it might be. All right. So how about two of the best teams in the league? Giants and the Eagles? You're going Thursday night football? No, nope, I'm watching the Steelers Titans. <laughs> the game that was <laughs> supposed to happen. Yes. So the Titans uh, seem to be getting past COVID and blowing out every team they play. Got a lot of Ws, five Ws. Yeah. And they're going to face the Steelers. Also five wins. Yeah. No loss. And, but who do, you, who do you think takes that? I think the Titans win. I think so too. They've they're beating everybody. They're beating teams and COVID. Like it's impressive. Derrick Henry, 93 yard touchdown run in their last game. Mike Vrabel pulling out little cheat code penalties that stop the clock for his team's favor, even when it's against him. I wonder where he learned that. I well, exactly. He learned it from Belichick, and I gotta give him credit. He uses it better than Belichick, I think. Well, this is senility setting in. <laughs> But <laughs> it's okay. But those are our picks uh, for our must watch, don't watch, lock it up. So we'll give our locks for the week again one more time. But before we do, Paul, I just want to say one thing to everybody listening. And that is if you don't know what to do by now, you should. We've got sports back pretty much every day. And if you want to support the 12 on sports team, there's an easy way to get in on the action. 
12 on sports is going to hook you up with a crazy deal when you sign up and make your first deposit on mybookie.ag. When you make the first deposit on MyBookie, they'll match your deposit up to $1,000 when you punch in the promo code 12OUNCESPORTS. That's 1-2-O-Z-SPORTS, all caps, no spaces, when signing up on MyBookie.ag. Don't forget, your deposit will be matched up to $1,000, but gamble responsibly. With our locks of the week, so Paul, one more time, what is your lock for this week? And I'll give mine to Atlanta over the Lions, two and a half points. All right, I am going with the Bills at 13 points to cover and beat the Jets. Paul, one more thing before we wrap these up. I feel like you have to say something. No, I was going to say, I like anybody that wants to see the Jets get beaten. (laughs) I mean, that's a lot of people. It's also, I think, some Jets fans at this point. They might want to get, they might be moving on from (laughs) Sam Darnold. They could go for Trevor Lawrence. Who who to thunk? Right, it's like hey. every three years they do it. Patriots uh, gave Hoosie the hook, the backup, and gave it to Stidham. Oh Hoyer. Yep. Did he get cut? Yeah. Well, he's on some I don't know some list. What do you just? Is he's he on the never. Is he on the COVID list or injured reserve? Oh, on the COVID list, he's on the list, and they brought up a. a work. Well, that's not shocking. Hoyer like never lasts a full season anymore, it seems. All right, Paul. Last thing, though, we have to talk about it. It was just announced. The famous match is happening for a third time. So we had first it was Tiger versus Phil. Then it was Tiger and Peyton versus Phil and Brady. Or was, was that it? Yeah. Yeah. And then now a third one has been announced, but a little different. Tiger will not be participating. The matchup this time is Phil and Charles Barkley versus Steph Curry and Peyton Manning. The question is, are you tuning in? And if you, even if you aren't, who do you think wins? Um, I don't know. God. Uh, Phil and Charles Barkley? I don't know. Like he, I really don't know. I, I'm honestly going to go with Steph Curry and Peyton. They're two good, above-average golfers. Phil's Charles good. Barkley. Charles Barkley is god-awful. Is he me? Is he better than me? Well, he's better than you because he plays more, but his swing is so funky and just you never know what's going to happen. And he's Charles. I feel like after some point, he's going to be like, F this and like get angry if he's playing poorly because it's on national TV and it's kind of embarrassing if you're playing poorly. And he he might then just go like haywire and just start ripping them and not going everywhere. And if it's every other ball, Phil can't win that way. No, and and I think it will be more entertaining than the last one. I think so. I think Peyton and Charles. Steph Curry's very personable. Yeah, I think that it's a better personality mixes. Tiger is not a huge talker. Tom wasn't a huge talker. It was kind of Phil and Peyton kind of going back and forth. Yeah. So I think talking wise, there should be a lot more like jawing at each other. So I will watch because I want to see Charles Barkley play around the golf. Wasn't it rain? He was hiding under the tent. He was kind of the goofball. Well, he was, he had, no, he was the commentator. And then afterwards he did the, if Charles can get a par or better thing and he got a bogey. 
or something like that. But he did it earlier in the day. I am up with Phil. Phil must be like, how did I draw this short straw? Because they said, here's a million dollars. Come play a match. And oh, he's like, okay. Right. There you go. Yeah. So, I mean, without Tiger, it kind of stinks. But at least they're still trying to do something to keep people entertained. Because I think, I mean, after the World Series, it's really just football. And yes, it's Thursdays and Saturdays and Sundays and Mondays and all that. But you're still going to want another sport because basketball is most likely not coming back till 2021. We're not sure what hockey is going to do, if it's actually going to restart in three months time. And then of course, baseball won't be at least until the spring. Right. So. And what, no, who knows what spring training will look like. We're going to get some weird segment segments probably going in these next few months. We're going to have to get creative and come up with some stuff, Paul. We might have to talk about race car driving and tennis. Don't you dare. Those are swear words. <laughs> Those are on the no-no list. Those are swear words. <laughs> dance. Oh, <laughs> uh, we no, we are I, just we're just. What he's got going on that he couldn't spend six hours making a million dollars. He might be playing in a round of golf for all I know. Phil plays on like the senior tours sometimes, so. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. Or he's just tired of it. I mean, he's not a huge, I like, look at me guy. No, he is. is essentially cameras in your face going, look at me. I think they made a much better. I, I mean, Phil isn't Mr. Personality either, by the way. He yes, was last than the other group. But amongst this group, Phil's the dud. Uh, Steph Curry might be the dud. He may not be I as personable. Know. He has that crazy mini golf thing he's got going, and That's he true. shows up once in a while. He's he's just he's fun, he's normal. He does a lot for charity and kids, and he he's got a he speaks well to the crowd. I, I, I mic him up and see how he does. Maybe I we mean, will. He'll, he'll probably be fine. We'll probably watch. Let's be honest. I don't know. I don't know when the date is of it. I didn't see that, but I mean, let's be honest. We'll probably we watch the last ones. You have to. I mean, God, you said. Nothing else going on. Well, and we are, we are a sports podcast, and it is a sport. And we do have to watch it and talk about it. Tennis and NASCAR, we don't consider sports. But if it comes to it, we will talk about it. When you get in a million-dollar car and drive around in a circle and smash into things and blow up, I don't know if that's a sport. No, it sounds like an awesome lifestyle. I think Crash Up Derby is more of a sport because somebody's trying to get you. I don't know what it's called. Crash up derby, smash up derby, bumper cars. No, now I can't think of what it's called. Um, oh man, it's gonna now it's gonna drive me nuts. Like next week we're gonna smash into each other in buses, and it's a yeah, fun I, thing. To watch. I can't think of what it's called now. It's something derby. We'll have to bring it back next week. No, we're not gonna bring it back next week. We're not gonna do that. That's well, not maybe a thing. There's nothing else going on. We'll be talking about it and Twinkie contests. <laughs> Twinkie contest? Oh, because it's like, what? Oh, I, Demolition Derby. I knew, knew I was going to figure it. I knew I'd stall enough to get Google to tell me what it is. Yeah, thank you, Google. <laughs> when I hit Crash Car Derby and it goes, you idiot, it's Demolition Derby. And you go, that's right, it is. Father-in-law called it Crash Up Derby, and he was wrong. Yep. Another another chance to put me in a corner. 
Another Love chance you. to just let you know I'm far superior in technology. Yeah, well, that's not hard. I know. It makes me feel I like have it. trouble plugging this microphone into that port. By the way, that couldn't have been better timed. Your like, microphone cut out on you as you were saying okay, that. Bill Gates, what's next? <laughs> oh, man. I think, you're, I think your mic's getting out again. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, this could have been better timed. Anyway, Paul. Do you have a button over there? Shut no. Up. But imagine if I did and That's I just messed with you. a long string. be funny if I just messed with you the whole time. Yeah, Paul, you, you completely froze there for a second. So that, that whole bad with technology, couldn't even plug in the mic thing, perfectly timed. Great. It's okay. We still love you. Don't worry. But hey. We're going to wrap this up. Your computer seems to have stayed charged this whole time. Good job. Yeah. Good. Golf clap. Oh, golf clap. <laughs> Go enjoy the first game of the World Series like everybody else. Hopefully everybody listen to this. Dodgers, we're just going to say, are up one nothing. And if not, the Rays are up one nothing. Look, we covered both of our bases. There you go. Paul, any parting Thank words? You. Any parting words for our lovely listeners? Yeah, wear a mask and vote. Okay. My okay, parting words are my parting words are I agree with that. But also don't forget to check out the other great shows on the 12 on Sports Network, on Zingo, on Twitter, Facebook. Look us up, 12 on Sports Network. You're gonna like what you find. Wear a mask, vote, stay safe and stay healthy though. I'm Greg. Paul is joining me. Have a good one. We'll talk to you next week. The sports dance.